50. I am still your host, Guida, and on today's episode, as I mentioned at the end of my last episode, is on the cost of globalization in the name of fashion. Most consumers donate their clothes to charity shops or sell them to secondhand stores. But what happens when those companies no longer want them? In the case of Ghana, there's a large market for secondhand clothing. In the capital of Akar, Ghana, is Kantamanto Market. It's the largest secondhand apparel market that supplies all of West Africa. Large ships come to Ghana packed with what they call Obrunu Wahu, dead white man's clothes. New bills arrive each day full of secondhand clothing from coming from the Western world. These bills can weigh over 50 kilograms and can be purchased for around $100. Importers often buy these bills with no guarantee if they'll make a profit, making the second-hand clothing market risky business. Importers will sell their bills to retailers who are also looking to make a profit. However, Because of the low-quality imports of goods, it's likely retailers will go home with nothing. Unwanted clothes fill the streets of a car, and all that waste is bagged and transported two hours outside the city. And the landfill in a car reached its limit after the city created a five-year landfill to handle the city's waste. The large amounts of textile waste resulted in the landfilling landfill filling up in just under five years. What has resulted is small unregulated dumps in the slums of the city. This is a large problem. As the production of clothing continues to increase, the space to place the or to dispose of all that textile waste gets limited. Vast amounts of textile waste has already begun to sweep into Ghana's waterways. When monsoon seasons come, Discarded clothing blocks sewage systems, causing flooding in streets and travels into the ocean. And on the shores of a car are clothing embedded in the sand and clothes that get tangled up in boats and even people. A clear topic comes to mind when I read about Ghana and all these other countries. And it's the idea of the spatial fix. Coined by Dr. David Harvey, the spatial fix is a metaphor for capital's creation of new terrestrial divisions of labor, new resources complex, and new regions as dynamic spaces for capital accumulation. The clothing industry, rather than expanding development domestically, is pressured by competitors to find reduction in labor costs. There's no competitive advantage in staying domestic. Fast fashion, in its name, is a market scheme based on accelerating the rate of turnover as a way of increasing profits. The findings don't look promising, but there are ways that these current issues can be addressed. The U.S. can increase import taxes for garments and textiles 
or place caps on annual weight or quantities imported to low-middle-income countries. There's potential for future climate agreements, such as addressing the sustainability goals that discuss consumption and sustainable practices. <sighs> well, who is to blame in the next episode in the last of the series? We'll look at how much responsibility do we place on producers and consumers? Is it equal? Wait and listen in. Thank you for listening. And I'm your host, Weta, and this is Beyond 2050.